Earlier this week, we told you about the financial challenges facing primary care providers in the midst of the coronavirus. There's not a light right now at the end of this tunnel that I can see. Many community health centers and physician practices are seeing half as many patients as they usually do, making it hard for them to keep their staff paid and their doors open. Doctors and nurses, of course, are also worried about the health of their patients that they're no longer seeing. From the Annenberg Studio at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is a bonus weekend episode of Tradeoffs on Saturday, March 28th. I am an OBGYN uh, in a small community right outside of Louisville, Kentucky. Not all OBGYNs consider themselves primary care providers, but Dr. Amy Richardson does, in part because she has no choice. Unfortunately, in Kentucky, we're such a rural state and people have such poor access to health care in general that we function as primary care doctors in a lot of situations because women don't necessarily have access Um, to all the primary care that they need. So we are reluctant primary care providers. I caught up with Amy at the end of her workday, Friday, March 20th. For the past three years, her practice has been part of a large hospital system. We were the third to last practice to fall, as I like to say, (laughs) to be bought. We really wanted to stay independent as long as we could. Amy says the coronavirus pandemic is the first time she's actually glad to be part of a big hospital. Even though she's seen far fewer patients than normal, she's confident the hospital will keep her financially afloat. What she worries about are the women she's not seeing. Those are big losses to those people. I mean, maybe it's, you know, yeah, maybe they don't need ventilator support, but maybe they're, you know, bleeding down and becoming anemic every month on their period. You know, maybe it's, you know, maybe that's the person who doesn't get colon cancer screening in time. I'm not sleeping well. It's a panic-inducing thought. I know all my patients. I know their problems. I know what it's going to cost them when I cancel their appointment. And 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 can you tell us the story of one of your patients? You don't have to name them, of course, but like what's going to happen to one of your patients that you're worried about that you're having a hard time sleeping over? You know, I have a patient who has, I know well, she hasn't been to see me since 2018. So she was one of the people on the schedule that got canceled. And so I actually just picked up the phone and called her and said, hey, I saw you on the schedule and I know you're getting canceled, but what is it that, I'm assuming you're not worried about your pap smear. What is it that you're worried about? And she said, you know, I've been having all these problems with my stomach and there's something, you know, I feel like there's something wrong. And so I looked and I said, remember, you know, we did this test back in 2018 and it was abnormal. You're supposed to get a colonoscopy. She's like, I know, and I never did it. She's like, and now this appointment's gotten canceled, and I'm not going to get a colonoscopy, and I'm afraid I have colon cancer. Amy got off the phone and lined up a CT scan for her patient and an appointment with a colorectal surgeon to get a colonoscopy. So then it just makes me think, oh, my gosh, this is it's like when you're almost in a car accident. <laughs> like, wow, if I hadn't stopped at that red light, then I would have been in that car accident. What if I hadn't picked up the phone and called her? So I think about that kind of stuff a lot. Where you are in Kentucky, how do you think providing primary care is going to be impacted? Oh, well, basically no primary care is going to be done. I mean, that's the problem right now. I have patients call me all the time. You know, would you take a look at my brain MRI? And I'm like, you know that I am a gynecologist and that looking at your brain MRI is not going to tell me, you know, like, and they're like, but can you just do it? Can you just look? I mean, I think people are so in need of some sort of access point. You know, I see husbands all the time who say, are you taking new patients? I need someone to manage my diabetes. You know, primary care was already, like, on oxygen. (laughs) Like, (laughs) 
it wasn't on a ventilator, it was, but it was definitely like carrying oxygen. I mean, it's it's not even going to exist. I mean, it was already so ill to begin with. Um, you know, it was one of the critically ill patients that couldn't tolerate getting COVID-19. Amy says in just the last week, they've pared back their caseload even more. She says, we're hunkering down as if for war. You can find all of our coronavirus conversations on our website, tradeoffs.org. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. The Tradeoffs team is producers Ryan Levy and Vicki Stern, sound designer Andrew Perella, and editor Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this week from Miscellaneous. Tradeoffs is supported in part by the California Healthcare Foundation, Arnold Ventures, and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Additional support from the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics and the Center for Public Health Initiatives at the University of Pennsylvania. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoffs staff, advisors, or funders. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.